Hello and welcome back to another episode of You Want to Do What? Today we've got Hannah Del Herrera. She's a brand strategist and designer. Hi, Hannah. Hi. How are we? I'm very well. How are you? Yeah, I'm good for a Monday. First, first day back <laughs> after a nice weekend. I feel you on that one. <laughs> um, Hannah, do you want to jump straight in and tell everyone a bit about what you do? Yeah, so um, actually my career, I feel like it's only just at the beginning. Um, so I only graduated last year, um, but I've been sort of dabbling in various different areas of design. Um, I started um, and founded a design branding agency called Althea Sky Studios, um, where I've been working with businesses to help develop their brands um, and also their business strategy, but also um, sort of like helping out with mindset for some clients and also um, how they can position themselves and market themselves as well. So I, I kind of like to give an all round package, um, which I think is quite important for a lot of like beginner um mm. brands who um i tend to work with quite a lot um but also alongside that um i have been working full-time as a designer at a startup called stakester as well um which is really exciting that um so we're an app that mm -hmm. um basically connects gamers across the world um, and they can sort of put their skills to the test um and compete against each other to win uh, money and prizes and things like that and so having these two different areas of um career progression for me is like really exciting i'm the type of um creative that likes to dabble in a lot of different things i was gonna <laughs> so, say so a year out of university you started a business you're working full-time that's pretty that's pretty heavy as well going. As in a startup and startups yeah. are notorious uh, for a lot of work going into them Oh yeah, like, but I find it really exciting. Like, it's funny because um, it doesn't really feel like work to me. So I I need to check myself sometimes because I can end up working like fourteen hours a day. It's kind of ridiculous. So I've recently, especially in twenty twenty two, been like, right, Hannah, you need to stop working so much and start resting a bit more and giving yourself more um, time. Otherwise, you know, I don't. I've had creative burnout before and um, it's not great. So <laughs> I'm trying to uh, bear that in mind a bit, but I've always been um, super into d dabbling in various different areas of, of business and entrepreneurship. And I did this all throughout uni as well. Like I was always trying to figure out like what, what's the next thing I can do. And um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know where that came from, but I well, that's, maybe that's an interesting thing to maybe dive into. Like, um, obviously for someone fairly fresh out of university, university, how, how did you discover what you wanted to do to go to university? What was uh, school life for you? Like, um, and what sort of made you go down this career route? Yeah. So um, it's actually kind of a funny story. So I've always my whole life been very creative, um, which I guess is like quite a cliche thing for creative people to say, but um, it is the truth. Um, however, I was always in the mindset that, you know, if you go into a creative career, then you won't really get anywhere. And, you know, you'll have this idea of the starving artist and um, you won't make much money. You just won't be able to make it. And as somebody who's also quite entrepreneurial, that was like a not a nice you, thought. Yeah, not, not fancy <laughs> um, that. <laughs> yeah. But I wasn't experienced enough to know um, how to sort of utilize that entrepreneurial spirit at that age. Mm. Um, so at 16 years old, um, I in the UK, when you have to go to college um, or do your A-levels, I decided to go to college. I actually pursued music um, and I was doing a songwriting course because um, I also love to write as well and play wow. music. Um, and I loved it, but I just couldn't see myself 
doing that anymore so I kind of like was in this rut like what do I do next um and I it's funny because even at college I was always doing design there too I loved doing the flyers the tickets um I was even designing logos for some of the other bands <laughs> um so even then I was doing this sort of thing but I just didn't know it at the time mm. um but yeah, once I finished college, I was like, you know, I don't know what to do. I'm just going to go into and work. Um, so I started working in sales and, you know, I was OK at it. I, it was OK. It was nice to talk to people every day. And I mean, not everyone was very nice, but <laughs> I did enjoy it. Um, but I just knew that I could, like there was more for me out there. Um, and I knew I needed to pursue like a creative career. Like it was just calling me. So I just I didn't have any sort of art qualifications at all and I was like there's no way any university is going to accept me but whilst I was working full-time on the side I was like really like for months like hustling <laughs> to get a portfolio <laughs> together to just prove that like I can do it um and I went to the interview and I was like please just give me a chance and um they said yeah on the spot which was like really cool wow. and um so yeah and that's sort of like how I moved into a creative career so I, I went to uni a bit late it wasn't really late I only took a few years out but um I was still like one of the oldest people on the course which was quite, <laughs> um it was kind of a weird experience <laughs> but uh yeah I was I was only like 21 being called a mature student I was like um <laughs> <laughs> Harsh. <laughs> yeah a little bit um, um, so but- so what does a brand strategist and a designer actually look like you know what are you doing day to day so um, I guess my day-to-day is more design. Um, however, my sort of approach to design is very strategic anyway. And I like to sort of use everything in a, like, in a sort of holistic sense to impact the design. And I have a strong interest in uh, human behavior and psychology and narrative and storytelling as well. So I like to use all these things to um, push design um, and push it to its best ability, basically, um, to have more of an impact in business. And the brand strategy side of it comes from like really understanding the the foundations of a brand and what the business goals are, who the audience is, who we're trying to target, um, and sort of using that and utilizing it to um, further the design process. If if I explain that very well, I'm not sure. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, And that's just my approach to it. I think that approach... um, in my opinion, is the best way um, not only to sort of obviously have an actual impact um, on a business, but also if you want to become a designer, um, having that sort of mindset and learning those skills can really um, set you apart from other competition when you're trying to get jobs and um, or freelance clients, because um, it really shows that you can actually do something um productive for a business i guess yeah yeah that's exactly well i mean we've had a a few people on actually talking about brand recently and something that they've all told us that going into an industry it's quite difficult to how do you put this it's very difficult to be able to actually showcase the value you're bringing to the business because when you hire some other you know freelancers you can very clearly see you know you do this you get x amount in return but branding is more like you said holistic and more of a a top layer so some people find it difficult to understand right yeah definitely i think there's like uh, still so many businesses that don't understand the power of branding um but it's definitely more on the rise which is really exciting for for someone like me who really um 
enjoys doing it um and believes in it as well um but yeah you're completely right like um I think it's it's quite difficult for people to understand especially if they're not creative or understand design Mm. um because I guess it's kind of like a sub it could be seen as a subjective thing right um but that's why I think strategy really helps with that because you can sort of give them something to say this is why it this design is going to work because if you can um show them how you know the colors you're using or the design style or the visual language that you're using directly relates to the strategy that you're laying out um then i think it can be a bit easier for uh, business owners to understand yeah and so anybody listening to this thinking do you know what? i'd absolutely love to do this what are some crucial skills that they should be developing so I kind of went in a weird route. So I actually taught myself design. So I, I went to uni and did fine art and I was, I was actually painting. So I had to sort of like learn this on my own. Um, and I basically learned by just diving straight into it. Um, I think the first thing that people need to do is not overthink it because I did that for a really long time. I knew that I wanted to do branding, but um, I was I just thought I had to know absolutely everything. So I started to learn Um, try and learn like the history of design and all these things and that's great to know but I think you just need to sort of just get stuck in basically um, right from the beginning and and just maybe do some like passion projects that aren't real clients Mm -hmm. um, but can sort of like get you to understand it and then look at what other people are doing and within these industries that you're interested in Um, but aside from that obviously um, having skills in software like adobe or figma or Mm -hmm. various other ones um that maybe if you can't uh i mean adobe is ridiculously expensive so i could (laughs) understand why uh, people wouldn't want to pay that but you know there are alternatives out there and i think just really using it every day and just being consistent with practice and you can get a lot better and there's so many resources online as well like honestly twitter twitter if you go on Twitter and follow people, uh, they have great advice. <laughs> I started doing that this year and people are so talented on there, honestly. Yeah, you know what? That's come up a few times now. People suggesting you follow certain people on Twitter. Um, it seems to be a really good social to learn on. Oh, yeah, 100%. I think a lot of people have the um, idea that Twitter is this like negative field of just like not 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 interesting good politics thing yeah exactly. about, yeah <laughs> but if you get on the right side of twitter i just i just refuse to look at the engage yeah. um section but <laughs> if you go on twitter and follow like people that really know what they're talking about and um you know they, these people are experts at what yeah. they do right mm. and i've always found twitter, reddit quite good as well for learning oh i love yeah. reddit i love yeah. reddit <laughs> Yeah, I use Reddit over Google. Like, if I if I need to know something, I go to Reddit over yeah. <laughs> Google or something. Um, for you, obviously working as a freelance and within a company, um, how do those differ in your world? Like, what um, what maybe some challenges you didn't expect uh, in one area compared to the other? Yeah, that's a really good question. I think um, it's. I think the biggest challenge actually is because I started doing freelancing and working with clients before I started um, full-time work. Um, So obviously that was me on my own working with a company and I could really 
be like, this is exactly what needs to be done. <laughs> but then going into and working to a team, there's so many other talented people that also have their opinions. Um, and I think when I first got there, I was like, really wanted my opinion to be the opinion that was right. But, you know, learning to understand that other people's insights are really, really valuable um, and how much better something can be working in a team I think that's really cool and I would absolutely now love to bring more people in um, whilst I'm working with freelance clients as well because I think it just really makes everything just so much better. It's difficult isn't it when you're entrepreneurial to almost let go of the control of what you're doing because you're like well no I've started this and like I know what I'm doing or oh I really feel passionately about this it's difficult to then listen to other people and, and work for somebody else right? Yeah, definitely. Mm. And I think it's um, it's hard to be vulnerable and say, you know what, um, maybe this person knows more than I do, especially as like, um, you know, a quite a young, naive, maybe a fresh graduate who just really wants to make an impact and um, is really passionate about what they do as well. Um, just letting go of that and saying, you know what, there's still more I need to learn. Um, that's hard, but it's also really admirable, I think. And for you, what would be some personality traits that you see in yourself and maybe some of your um, colleagues that you think are quite critical for working in this industry? Definitely need to be passionate. Like if you're not, if you're not really excited by what you do, I don't think um, you can get really far. And I think, I think everybody has something in them that they would absolutely love to do, but a lot of people are held back by fear and um, limited um sort of mindset around it and um, but if you have something that really fires you up then just pursue it like I think that's really what I I kind of liked that about myself that if I really wanted something I would just go and get it and I, I've noticed other people that work within this industry and are really successful and also have that so I'm trying to sort of even be more like that um if that makes sense <laughs> yeah no that makes sense and you can answer this in kind of any way you want, but for you, what's been the number one positive for going into the, this industry and working it, whether it be working for yourself or working in a company, what's the number one positive you take away from doing this work? For me, it would definitely be the fact that I feel like I can explore everything I'm interested in by doing mm. it. Like I, I love being creative and I love business and I love making money. I love um, developing ideas and thinking conceptually and also um, being able to explore psychology and human behavior and how that can influence it. And I just find it really exciting. There's so many different areas that I can indulge in and especially working with clients when, because I'm the type of person that like has so many ideas for in my head, but I'm unable to pursue them all. And I'm like, oh, that'd be a great business idea. But realistically, I can't keep <laughs> like building new businesses all the time, right? So working with clients and getting to develop their business ideas and seeing it like flourish and succeed, is just like so exciting. And I can do that over and over and over again. <laughs> That's really awesome, actually. Um, for you, though, on the flip side of that, what would be some of the uh, negative or less less favorable aspects of the industry that you've discovered so far? Um, it's it's a lot of hours. <laughs> mm. um, it's It's hard to like draw yourself away from it. Um, I've had to sort of learn how to balance life a bit better. Um, I've obviously went from being at uni, being a student, and then 
all of a sudden like going into full-time work and side business um so it's a lot and trying to figure out how to balance that is hard but you can do it um I'm not perfect <laughs> definitely not but it is possible because I've seen other people do it um and also um I guess with design especially and business they're so they change rapidly um so you're always having to keep up with it um which can be difficult especially with hard skills like design you know motion design's a new one and 3d design it's all these skills that you feel like oh my god I'm overwhelmed I need to learn all these new things but and it, whilst it is overwhelming it's also really exciting um and if you're the type of person that enjoys that sort of like ever-evolving um change within industries and always growing and getting better at what you do then I think it's like really perfect and what would be something that's probably not going to be in a a brand strategist or designer's job description but you still have to deal with on a daily basis um hmm (laughs) I think I think for me it would be um having really good communication and social skills Mm. because I'm not I'm not really that social. Like it's took me quite a lot of years to figure out how to properly like engage with people and talk to people without letting it drain me. Cause I'm quite introverted. Um, and if you, and, and I know a lot of other creative people are introverted as well. So if you, if you're like that and that's kind of your personality, then having to talk to people all the time to network and um, communicate, like it can be, it can be tough. <laughs> And I, I think I posted about this not that long ago, actually. And so many people messaged me like, I feel exactly the same. Like it's, it's hard, but it's also really necessary. Um, and it's really fulfilling um, if you can balance it well. Mm-hmm. And would you still go into this industry knowing everything you know now? Yeah, 100%. I think I'd want to do it more. Okay. I kind of went into it a little bit blind. I was like, I don't really know what I'm doing yet, but it's kind of fun and the more and more people I talk to and network with and engage with it, just like every single day, I'm just inspired. It's amazing. So would you have just got into it earlier? Um, skip that sales part of your life. Oh yeah. I absolutely <laughs> hated doing that. <laughs> well, Hannah, thank you so much for coming on and having a chat with us. It's been really helpful. Um, and I wish you the best of luck with your career. Thank you. It's been really nice talking to you. Thank you so much. Oh, where can people find you, find what you're up to um, and maybe reach out if they have any questions. Yes, yeah, so I'm on LinkedIn, uh, Hannah Del Herrera, if you can spell it. <laughs> <laughs> I challenge you to spell that one. Um, also Twitter, it's also Hannah Del Herrera, but Hannah is on there spelled H-A-N-A because it won't allow me to put my full name. It's too long, which is annoying. But, <laughs> Very annoying. <laughs> but yeah, that's where I'm at, at the moment. Amazing. Well, thank you again, Hannah. Thank you so much.